We continue with today's service then as we are led in Scripture. And we read today from John 20 and from verse 1 to 18. The empty tune. And I read from the New International Version. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb. We don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started to the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciples who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and he believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw the two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They've taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in her Aramaic, Rabani, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. There's a story of an ancient uh, Russian Orthodox tradition. The day before Easter was devoted to telling jokes. Did you know that? Priests would join the people in telling their best jokes to one another. Preferably clean jokes. The reason was to reflect the joke God pulled on the devil in the resurrection. Satan thought he won on Friday, but God had the last laugh on Easter Sunday. Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. So this morning I want to talk to you about names. You know when somebody calls you your name, uh, they, when, they, when they call you, it's, it's, sometimes it's calm and peaceful. And sometimes you can hear the frustration and the anger in their, in their, in their voices. And I'm often reminded of my brother, 
um, when my mom and dad uh, were upset with him uh, for something that he did because he was very naughty. And they would shout out, Desmond Stephen Yelverton. <laughs> and this, uh, this happened often. And, uh, and I must say, I can't recall many times that my mom and dad called me Ralph Henry Yelverton. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I think my brother's going to kill me after this service uh, because uh, I think we were both so, not, not always in trouble, but um, yes, we were called uh, in our full names, Desmond Stephen Yelverton and Ralph Henry Yelverton, quite often. And uh, uh, when, when I speak to my dogs quite often uh, and they've done something wrong or they've ripped some cushion, I would say, uh, President Nixon, Dodge Yelverton, or Lady Diana Spencer Yelverton, what are you doing? <laughs> but today I want to speak to when Jesus uh, speaks to the first person um, that he sees. And isn't it amazing that the first person that Jesus speaks to is a woman? It's not amazing, it's actually a, it's incredible. Because he could have spoken to anybody. But he chose to speak to Mary, Mary Magdalene. So let me, let me give you a bit of background. Uh, so you, uh, we've read the scripture and we know that uh, Mary Magdalene had gone, woken up early that morning and gone to, to see um, whether she could anoint Jesus' body. But when she got to the grave or when she got to the tomb, uh, the stone was rolled away and she, she ran back and she called Peter and John. And um, when they all returned, Peter went, uh, John looked in and Peter walked in as he always does. And um, John came in later. And then they left because they didn't understand. And Mary walked in and there were two angels sitting one uh, on the on the ones uh, on his on the side of the body and the one side on the, on the head, and and they asked her, "Why are you crying?" But at the same time, as they as she turned around, there was a man standing at the entrance. He and she thought it was the gardener, but maybe she didn't recognize Jesus. She didn't recognize him because. Uh, for herself, in the, all this confusion, um, she couldn't see Jesus. She didn't recognize Jesus. She didn't understand the story of resurrection. And so she asks him, Have you taken the body? And if you have, if you've taken my Jesus, please tell me where he is. And in response... Jesus calls her and he says, Mary. <laughs> he calls her by name. He says, Mary. And that's quite amazing because he knew her. When she heard her name being called, she knew immediately that it was Jesus. She knew immediately that that Jesus was alive. She knew immediately that what he had preached and what he had told them had come to be. She knew immediately and she fell down at his knees and she wanted to touch him. 
But the most amazing thing for me about this story is that so much can be can be interpreted. So much can be said about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We live in a world today which is filled with confusion. We live in a world today which is filled with this coronavirus, COVID-19. It's all over the news. It's all, it's all that you hear every single day, every single minute, even in lockdown. All we want to do is find out what's going on. And I've, I, I just wonder how many people out there don't know Jesus. And yet Jesus knows every single person. And I thank God that He knows us, that He knows you and He knows me. He knows the people that are, that are ill currently, that have this coronavirus. He knows the doctors and He knows the nurses. He knows the garbage men. He knows the lady and the man that works behind the till at pick and pay or spa. He knows the people that are, are handing out um, food parcels. He knows the people that are making food. He knows you that are sitting watching this. And He knows me. And when Jesus calls Mary by name or calls out our name, it confirms the resurrection. When Jesus called Mary's name, it confirmed the resurrection. Remember that three days before, Mary was at the foot of the cross. She had watched Jesus. She had watched as they hung Him to the cross, as they nailed Him to the cross. She had watched as He asked for something to drink and they gave Him wine vinegar. They had watched, she had watched as they put the, 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 the spear through, through his ribs. But when she, she heard her name, it confirmed that he was resurrected. It confirmed that he was alive. It confirmed that there was nothing, nothing that could hold him back. And I just want to tell you today that Christ knows you and Christ knows me. He knows us by name. See, when He knows our name, we build a relationship with Christ. Jesus could have talked to everybody or anybody, but he decided to speak to Mary. He decided to say, hey Mary, why are you crying? It's me. See, the relation started quite a while back, and Mary changed. Mary changed for the good. Mary changed because she believed what Christ had said. She believed what Christ had done. She believed in the turmoil that was surrounding them, um, that He was the Chosen One. Now often today, 
I think of those people that have passed away and my heart is broken because there have been so many deaths already in this world. So many deaths from a virus that is unseen, that is not heard, that enters our body and we get sick. And I think of all the people that are in lockdown at the moment in the world. How lonely it must be. But you see, when you have a relationship with Jesus, you're not alone anymore. You're not alone because He loves you. And He cares about you. You see, when you're in a relationship with Jesus, you know that there is a silver lining. You know that through all this trouble that we're having, we are going to be um, restored. Our country is going to be restored. The world is going to be restored. Yes, it might take a very long time, but we do not think of, of that. We rejoice knowing that Christ is with us. See, when Mary needed Christ most, He was there. He was able to heal her. He was able to fix her. He was able to just lift her up. And when she saw this, and when she felt this, and when she, in her deepest need, He was there. And so today, where you sitting right now, maybe you had a relationship with Jesus a long time ago. And maybe... You want a new relationship with Him. Maybe you desire somebody just to be there with you. And that's what Jesus does. He fills our hearts that we know that we are not alone this Easter. That He is alive. That in this world that is dying, that Christ is alive. However, there needs to be a response from you and from me in this time. See, when Jesus called Mary's name, she had to choose how to respond to Him. She could have chosen to ignore Him. After all, until He called her name, she just figured it was the gardener. So Mary, even when she recognized His voice, could have ignored Jesus. She could have doubted Jesus. She could have said to herself, Jesus is dead. There's no way that this can be Jesus. I don't believe that he could have arisen from the dead. I think his body was stolen. She could have rejected Jesus. She could have chosen to just say, who are you? Even if she believed that this really was Jesus and that He was alive, she could have just rejected what that meant for her life and just kept living her life without His influence. She could have ignored Jesus. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Today is Easter Sunday. A lot of people ignore Jesus. A lot of people doubt Jesus. 
A lot of people reject Jesus. But Mary chose to embrace Jesus. Certainly she didn't understand exactly what was going on. But when he called out her name, it was this, this thing in her heart that just lifted. <laughs> she was all bent over and she was crying and she was sobbing. But when he called her name, her spirits lifted up. Her spirits lifted up so amazingly that I think she was floating of gladness. I think she was rejoicing because in Jesus calling her name, she felt Him. She, she knew in her heart, in her mind, in her soul that Jesus was alive. So she didn't ignore him. She responded to Jesus. She knelt down at his feet. And it was like a gift. You know when you receive a gift? And it's really something that you desire or something that you wanted. And you open that box. And in that box you find that gift. And today she found this open tomb. Today she found Christ risen. See, Jesus knew exactly what she had done. He knew exactly who she was. He knew exactly um, where she'd end up. And so too Christ knows you and He knows me. He knows everything about you and me. He knows the things we've done wrong. The times when our parents shouted out, Ralph Henry Yelverton! <laughs> but he doesn't. He calls me as he calls you. He says, Ralph, I'm alive today. And he is alive today. In a world that is suffering, through the resurrection of Jesus, He shouts out. He calls out. He calls your name. He calls my name. And in, in all the hurt and in all the pain, Jesus knows us. Jesus says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Last night when I heard our President Cyril Ramaphosa Declare that we would be in lockdown for another, till the end of the month, for another two weeks. My heart was broken. 
because I knew that I wouldn't be able to see you and I wouldn't be able to see Jessica or my mum or my dad. My brother or his wife Marie's or Luca or Megan. And I wondered how many people out there like myself can't see anybody, can't see their family, can't see their neighbours, can't see their church family. But I rejoice in knowing that Christ knows me and that Christ calls me by name as He, do, as he does you. I know that He loves you more than anything else. I know that He died on that cross to save us. You see, Jesus, He calls us by name because He loves us. Today, I just want to say, um, when he called Mary, he did it lovingly. He did it out of the goodness out of his heart, making sure that she would not feel so bad, make sure that she rejoiced, made sure that she knew she was loved. Mighty Lord God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, we come to you this Easter Sunday when we know that Christ has risen. He has risen indeed, Lord. We come into your presence today pray, praying for the world, Lord. Praying that you will bring comfort and peace into the hearts of all the people that live on this earth, Lord. I pray today, especially for the, for the leaders of every single country, Lord. I pray today that you will just guide them, that you will give them the wisdom and the understanding to lead your people well. I come today, Lord, asking that you look after the people of this world, Lord. Let the people hear their names be called out, Lord. And may they find compassion May they find love. May they find rejoicing in this day, Lord. Lord, I especially today pray for all the people, all the 1.6 million people that have been affected by this virus. And I pray for all those that are still to be affected, Lord. I pray today for your healing hand to come upon them. I pray, Lord, that you will just bring comfort and peace into their hearts. I pray to you, Lord, for your church, the universal church, Lord. Every single church that is not having a service today, that is finding this very, very difficult, not to gather in a place, but to use a video or use WhatsApp or Facebook 
to be able to share a message today, Lord. I pray for the leaders of the church that as they lead their people, as we lead our people, Lord, your people, Lord, in a different way, I pray that the message will still come over. I pray, Lord, that they will still hear your word. I pray, Lord, that people will still hear the prayers and that they will still sing together and rejoice, Lord. I pray today for our families. And you know our hearts, Lord. You know the families that are struggling because they've lost loved ones. They can't see loved ones. Their loved ones are stuck in hospital. And they're not allowed to see them today, Lord. I ask, Lord Jesus, as we can't see, we pray, Lord, that you will send your angels to just be with those people, that you will safeguard them, that you will look after them. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will just comfort them. Today, Lord, we pray also for, for ourselves, Lord, and we pray as we've heard you call Mary, we pray, Lord, that you call us by name. I pray today, Lord, and I thank you for all the blessings that you've bestowed on us. I thank you, Lord, that you've looked after us and that you continue to look after us. Today, Lord, I especially pray for those people, the people that don't have homes today, the people that don't have a meal today. I pray, Lord, that you will guide them, you will feed them, and that you'll use us to be your hands to deliver those meals to them today. We hand over all our anxieties, we hand over all our fears today. We hand over all our depression, we hand over all our confusion. We hand over all that is wrong. And we ask Lord, we plead Lord, that you look after us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.